Welcome to Baking with House of Bread, and I am your host, Sheila McCann. So I thought I had uploaded this podcast about two weeks ago, <laughs> so I apologize for the delay. Anyway, I went to go edit it because I just had a recent experience with my sourdough starter that I wanted to add to that episode. Well, it turns out I didn't even upload it. We're going to talk today about taking care of the sourdough starter. In a prior episode, episode seven, it was how to start a sourdough starter. And the reason I decided to devote a podcast to this is because I get so many questions in the last year in particular. I mean, largely due to the pandemic baking. Um, but also, too, I think more and more people are just curious about sourdough. They understand that there's a lot of media about it being healthier for people. Well, in some ways, if you have a gluten intolerance, the sourdough, because of the length of the fermentation and whatnot, it can break down some of the glutens. But the best way to take care of your body if you've gotten a gluten intolerance is to avoid vital wheat gluten. Because that's a super condensed form of gluten. I've talked about it before, but I won't go into details. But it's like a massive amount you're putting into a product. Um, and it does create havoc on the body. But the naturally occurring amount of gluten that's contained within wheat, usually the body can handle. And so that's where I would start with that. It's just, you know, if you make your own bread, you're definitely on the right path to creating your own food and knowing what's in it. What happened was we had, this has just happened last week too. So what, so on Sunday, my baker calls me because the flame's going out in the oven. So I go down there and try to fix it. No luck. And then we couldn't get the flame to start. So we waited till Monday because the repair guys are, uh, well, anyway, they're busy and they're hard to get in here. So I basically closed the bakery down from Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And the sourdough starter never got taken care of <laughs> because I went to the Eastern Sierras and went on a van trip with my husband. We brought our dogs and our bikes and, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. So I might as well, you know, take the time off and enjoy it. So that's what we did, but didn't take the sourdough starter with us. And when I came back on Thursday, well, that's another story, but just to let you know that sometimes opening a bakery, <laughs> it's, it's not that fun. It really helps to have working oven. So then we thought it was fixed. The guy came in Wednesday, so I came back from my trip. I'm in, Then I come into the bakery, and my baker's like, well, I hate to tell you, but the flame keeps going out in that oven. So we had dough proofing. We had bread already panned up, the dough in the pan on the second fermentation. And so I'm at, this is like 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm driving around, knocking on bakery doors. <laughs> I'm sure they thought it was some homeless person, but anyway, the gist was... Went to one place and uh, their ovens are so small that it would take me all day to bake there. I mean, they're nice enough to allow me to help, but really it was like, anyway, it was a very small oven. And then I went to a commercial bakery and it's called Farbs in San Luis Obispo. They were so gracious and they have the same oven I do, except for it's twice as big. So it was perfect. And they let me even bake at my temperature, which is 350 degrees and Anyway, I'm kind of telling you this because the last time I went to was called House of Bagels and used their oven. So the bakery business, you know, it's full of very nice people and and we all kind of try to help each other out. Because let me tell you something, it's like, you know, I had to throw away a bunch of dough on Sunday. So anyway, they were just very gracious. But back to my sourdough starter. 
it was like when I came in there on Thursday, oh my God, it was some, the smell was so bad. I've, I've never smelt anything like that. I mean, I, I don't know how to describe it other than that. It was pretty horrific. It was not the idea smells that you want going on in your commercial uh, retail bakery. I can tell you that much. And I'm like, what is it? And I, if I could only like really, really stinky feet or something like that, like really bad. And my baker goes, um, I think the sourdough starter died. I think we got to throw it out. And I look at the bucket. and I'm, uh, We have a five-gallon bucket we put our sourdough starter in. And we also use it on a daily basis, so it's on the counter. Well, it had like a lot of blackish mold, a lot kind of reddish. I mean, there were some different colors going in there um, and some dark blue. And that was a really pungent odor. Um, and I'm like, no, let's just see if we can salvage it. I think it'll be fine. I really wasn't sure if it was fine. I thought maybe I actually did kill the sourdough starter. So the funny thing is, is I researched this episode the week before this all happened. I mean, I already kind of have a lot of experience with sourdough starters, you know, since I've owned a bakery for 25 years. But nevertheless, I still try to do a little research to see what other people's experiences are. And the, actually, a lot on the Internet is about sometimes they're telling you you should throw it out if it's at that point. But I think they're wrong. And so, you know, the Internet, <laughs> you never know what you're going to get there. Uh, but my experience has been that it, it, they've never, we've never had the dye on yet. But this was the one that I thought, well, okay, this might be the dead. We changed the bucket. So we cleaned out the bucket and then we threw away the big chunks and all the really colorful, <laughs> a couple colorful kind of uh, lumps in the sourdough starter. And we fed it. And then I looked at the next day, it was like I, I, surprisingly back to normal. It didn't smell bad and it leavened my sourdough, right? So that's what you're really looking for. And by the way, I, there's a lot of people that talk about how old their sourdough starter is. Like it's, you know, something, I don't know, like some big prize thing that they've got a hundred year old sourdough starter or a 10 year old sourdough starter or whatever. It really has less to do with that age. I mean, once you get an active sourdough, you know, after a month or so, you, if you want a sour, sour sourdough, it's really in the fermentation process. Because we do like two or three types of sourdough. So we do an artisan sourdough, which is a four-day process. That's the hard crust. We turn the oven up and we inject steam and um, it's tangy sourdough. And then we do more of a sandwich sourdough, which is a, a milder sourdough. I want it to complement the sandwiches. I don't want to overpower it. And both of those use the same sourdough starter. One's super sour and the other one is not so much. There is the proof that the sourdough starter has less to do with how sour it is. And it's more in the fermentation process. And the other thing is, is that I've had people come in and they tell me how they threw out their sourdough starter. And I, and I think, you know, that mantra of when in doubt, throw it out. And then people think like mold's going to kill them. Well, it probably will if it's in your house, right? But, you know, if it's on your cheese, you just kind of cut around the mold and eat the cheese. And I would say the same thing with sourdough starters. The other thing they've told me that it, that it smells like alcohol. Well, you know, so what? That, that doesn't mean it was dead. So wild yeast exhibits alcohol and it's really all about that's part of the process. And if you look at the starter, it's just a mixture of flour and water and it's set to ferment. Okay. And the fermentation, it happens naturally. 
So after regular successive feedings, the bacteria that produce lactic along with wild yeast establish themselves as fermenting agents and it's, it's a symbiotic relationship. I'm not going to go into all the scientific details, but I can honestly tell you that there's, there's a lot of different bacteria going on in that starter. You know, so there's kind of competition and like the good can kind of come over the bad sometimes. <laughs> like the bad bacteria was taking over the good in my um, sourdough starter that smelled like really bad stinky feet. But I got rid of the big culprits and then started again and it was back to normal. So it's the smell that gets them. It's the color. It's, you know, a lot of different things. Um, but what I would say, when in doubt, don't throw it out. When in doubt, throw out half of it and refresh it. If you think of it this way, vast majority of your problems on your computer are fixed by just restarting it, right? Same thing with your sourdough starter. So if you've got problems with it, let's just do a, think of a restart or a refresh. Pour half out, add flour and water. And how much you add is depending on how much of your sourdough starter you add, but I would try to bring back the other half that you threw out. And so we tend to do like a one-to-one. -one, so it's, it's basically like three pounds of flour to three, three um, pounds of water. And if you want it more liquidy, you can have it more liquidy. If you want a thicker sourdough starter, you can have it thicker. And I even have bakers. One likes it thick, one likes it thin. So I notice when they feed it, it kind of has different consistency. And that is also why it's important to get a good feel for your doughs because your sourdough starter, it's, I mean, it, uh, if it's super runny, you're going to have a wetter dough. Anyway, so the sourdough starter, the, the molds, it's a living organism. So molds are basically microscopic fungi, which appear to, they will get fuzzy, gray, black, white, green, and even pinkish purplish spots. But just throw out that part of it. Now at the bakery, we don't put it in the refrigerator because we use it daily. Now, if I would have been thinking right when my oven was down, but I wasn't thinking about my sourdough starter at that time, I was kind of thinking about my business. If I would have been thinking, I would have put the sourdough starter in the refrigerator and that likely would have prevented that huge mold growth. So at home, what I'm going to suggest is that you keep it in your refrigerator. Um, and maybe the night before you're going to use your sourdough starter, then I would consider just go ahead and take it out the night before and then use it in your dough. And just remember, they all smell kind of funny. I mean, various times of the year, they smell funny. And like I said, they've never had it smelled as bad as that time did last week. But so expect funny smells, expect it to be strange, especially in the beginning. When you get a more mature sourdough starter, um, you'll see less changes in it. Um, and the other thing is, is if you're going to go on vacation, you can freeze the thing. I mean, honestly, they will freeze well and come back to life. Or you can give it to a friend to take care of. Um, but I would suggest that you try to spend once a week taking care of it. And keep in mind, it's not like a plant. Like if you don't water, it's not going to, you know, it'll die on you, right? With the plant world. But not on the sourdough starter. Refresh, right? When in doubt, refresh. Don't throw it out. On the recrap here is store your sourdough starter in the refrigerator. And the type of container, it matters very little. Um, I like to have a quart-sized mason jar. That's what I recommend for home bakers because you can see it better. And you can determine if it grew or not. To lid or not to lid. I'd put a lid on it but and leave it enough room to grow. The reason I'd put a lid on it is because 
I've had them explode. <laughs> and it's not really fun cleaning it up. So that's the only reason I would put a lid on it. And then, like I said, I would refresh once a week for the first four months. Um, and then after four months, maybe do every two weeks. And like I if you forget about it, don't worry about it. Just try the refresh. And when you get into the point in your baking world, you'll know your sourdough starter more so, and then you'll know exactly what you need to do with it. But like I said, it, they're just a lot stronger than we think. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you very much and happy baking, everybody.